What's going on, my season kings and queens? What's good, AB? What's up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. We got a real important message to Very talk about important. today. Very, Very important. <laughs> this is going to help you females out. She even helped the guys out, too, if you're into modeling. But mainly for the females. Well, I mean, even what we do, it, it can help us. Right? Definitely. Hey, right? You know what? You're right. You're right about that. You're right about that, AB, man. <laughs> so what we're talking about today is, hey, a really good person that photography is Ronald Appen Photography, man. Look, I'm not just saying it because he's my brother and all, but I kind of am, okay? But not, nah, but his work is really good. Trying to be a model, trying to get some photos taken of you, want to be featured in some type of magazine or on the website. Hit Ronald Appling up at Quasi Joblo, K W A Z E J O B L O, on Instagram, man. Make sure y'all hit that up. And on his website, RonaldAppenPhotography.com. Because guess what? If you got a big forehead, them edges ain't tight. Yeah, get it right. Ain't that right, A.B.? That's right, man. <laughs> it work it out for you. But make sure y'all hit that up, man. He'll make sure y'all straight. You know what I'm saying? You know, hit him up, man. You know, maybe we do some type of promotional thing or something, right? Yeah. But make sure y'all hit Ronald Rappling up, man, at Photography, man. Got some really good stuff for y'all, man. Check it out. All right, now, y'all enjoy the show. Be easy. Blah. He's a genius. You're now listening to the Season Kings. This is Jack. This is AB. What's good? What's good, man? What's really good, man? Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my God. Man, you know, you said it. Yeah, not, not oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. OMG. What the, you know, what, whatever you can, whatever phrase you can use. To, to desc- emphasize. Right, to emphasize or describe <laughs> this past week. I mean, this past week. It's like if you're looking for a high point definition of what has gone on for centuries, this week has explained it. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of talking about, you know what I'm saying, the orange pill <laughs> from an orange. <laughs> Donald Trump. I'm talking, I'm tired of talking about this guy, but it's like it gives us no choice. It's so relevant, man. So relevant. I mean, geez, man, like you almost would feel bad for not talking about it. You will. You would. You almost feel like you would be an Uncle Tom if you don't talk about it, right? Us being African Americans, whatever. You know what Straight I mean? Straight up. Straight up. Real. Facts. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we got this, and then you got the people in the NFL that's going on. I mean, right now, man, it, it feels like we're watching a race movie. How do you feel about that movie? Man. We were talking about it the other day, man. Uh, I think through text, one of those. But mm-hmm. this right now feels like the highest racial turmoil since, like, the 60s, man. I would agree. I mean, just with everything that happened with the well, – which we'll get into. But, I mean, the stuff that with the riot and uh, – in Virginia, wasn't it Virginia? Yeah, Charlottesville, Virginia, which Charlotte. I've never heard of in my life. Never. But I felt like I've lived there in the last week. Man, I felt like I got a condo or something. That's all you saying, bro. Jeez, man. Like I mean, that and just the whole thing with the NFL, you know, players sitting during the anthem, like more doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Donald Trump, like that's, I think that's been the, the biggest topic, right? I mean, could it not be the topic? I mean, this dude, I I think he's trying to get shock value out of everything, man. Like, the stuff that he says, it's like, dude, like, you just, unless he just gangster like that, bro. Like, he don't care about what nobody say. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, to me, for anybody to agree with what he says shows the, your true perspective of how you feel about minorities. Mm-hmm. Right? That's real. And this show is not meant to be on some racial, talking about race all the time, but, man, we want to talk about what's going on in society and the culture. And um, and that's not just the African-American culture, but all cultures, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely what's going on, you know, not only affects, you know, the African-American 
or black American culture, but it, it affects, you know, all the minorities. Right. And, um, I mean, you almost, like you said, this show is not geared around politics and, uh, you know, racial issues, more so social issues. Um, right. But, I mean, you can see who it's affecting. I mean, one minority is enough, right? But right, you right. can see what in particular group, what group in particular that is affecting more. And right now, I. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. What is going on? Did it record it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> and. Well, I well, like I don't think it did, but if it did, sorry about for our listeners. That was me looking up something. Uh, but go ahead, Alex. My fault. Go ahead, man. Nah, but I mean, it's just it's so relevant, and you know we try to stay relevant each week. And right now, you can't turn nothing on, can't turn the TV on, can't you know go to any news website or anything without seeing what this Chester Cheeto looking dude has said. <laughs> <laughs> and like off the Cheeto commercial, like with that song, uh, we turn up the Mac <laughs> and Cheetos. <laughs> right. Right. Like Burger right. King commercial. Right, right. That's what Donald Trump look like. He look like he just found him a Cheeto bag. Like Burger King, man. Man, man look like the, look like he's the real life Cheeto that look, that that fell off in life. Right. Like the Cheeto like the Cheetah, you know what I'm saying? Chester Cheeto. Chester That's his name. <laughs> Yo. I never knew his name was Chester Cheetah. His name yeah. was Chester Cheetah. His name is Chester. Get out. Get the fuck out of here. His name mm-hmm. is Chester Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm about to lose it. This dude's name is Chester. I know I just went way left. First of all, we had the interruption of the show. And then second, I find out <laughs> that the Cheeto, the Cheeto, the Cheeto Tiger, or whatever the whatever the hell he is, his name is Chester. Chester Cheetah. Bro, how did you find that out? I just knew it. <laughs> I Chester thought that was Cheetah. common knowledge. I don't know. <laughs> Chester Cheetah. Oh, right. But Chester Cheetah. Listen, all right. If that name sound kind of creepy, bro. My name is Chester Cheetah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Chester Cheetah. I'm a Chester. Like, bro. His voice even sound like a Chester. And he got the black glasses on, too, bro. But, man, but like, it'd be like, like, you know, it's like a scary movie. And then he'd be like, you going to eat those Cheetos? And it, it like, you know what I mean? And his name is Chester Cheetah. Like Chester. They could have came up with a better name. Man, man bro. Man. Chester. Like, that's like when we were kids. And, you know, you'd be like, you Chester molester. Chester like, molester. Yeah, bro. Like, he's a Chester, and he might be a molester that eat Cheetos. <laughs> okay, that's too much. I'm sorry, man. All right, my fault, man. What are you saying about Trump, man? That bum. I'm just but, saying, like, you can't, you can't help but see him on anything right now. Like, that's – he is – I mean, at the top of everybody's discussion right now at the moment. Right. And, and, I mean, we'll get into it, but just the way he's handled the whole situation with the, you know, with the protests or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it really shows you his true colors, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know, it, it kind of, it's crazy, man, but just how everything happens. I know we'll we'll get into that. In a little bit, um, but man, some other things has been going on. I mean, you know, you got the whole Ezekiel Elliott thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's I think that's kind of crazy what's happening with him. What is um, it? Six game. Yeah, six games suspension. They said that he appealed it, uh, but it's crazy that he wasn't found guilty in the NFL. Still suspended him for, for six, six games. Years. Now, mind you, you know there was a guy. Uh, the kicker for the new the New York Jets. I mean, not the, the Jets. Jets I'm sorry, the Giants. the Giants. The Giants, who was physically abusing his girlfriend, mm-hmm. he admitted to it, and only got one game. And you know, some things, like I said, you know, we talked about before. You know, some things is really hard not to talk about, right? A B, like in terms of us not being on the defense. But things, certain things happen where it puts us on the defense to be like, well, why he only get one game and he admitted to it mm-hmm. versus Ezekiel Elliott who was found not guilty for a woman that said that she was being abused by him, which 
which was wasn't really proven, you know. But he gets six games. I don't understand that. For the people that don't know the the kicker's name for the Giants, his name was Josh Brown. Um, damn, he a Brown. Right, he a Brown. <laughs> That's your cousin. No. <laughs> That's your brother. No. Nah, man, no relation, no relation. Mm-hmm. But for that, I mean, comparison or you know whatever you want to call it, it's not fair. No, it's not fair. It, it, it you know what? Because it, it looks like, like, come on, like, how, like this is my thing for people to be like, you know. A lot of black people feel like they're always being the type. But, man, come on, look at these things. Right. Like, it's, look at these things. It's plain right? as day right. that that is not fair. He was right. found innocent. I mean, and even for the negative publicity, I can even see being suspended a game. Yeah, I can Just, see that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Just get your, get your fact, priorities in right, check. Right, right. Just off the fact that he's young, you know, he needs to learn. You know, you don't want to be involved in whatever situation, you know, you put yourself in. Um, but in the same breath, man, he if he's innocent, that six game suspension is a little not a little, it's very what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's too much, man. Yeah, I agree. It is definitely too much. you know, the thing is about Ezekiel is that, you know, because Urban Meyer they did an interview with him and he said that he's worried about Ezekiel Elliott. And that's big time. Um, the reason why is that, you know, Urban Meyer is a, is a you know, a pronounced coach. He, you know, it's a profound coach. I'm sorry, or if I even said something, you know, but he's a he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lot of pull, and he, he, a lot of people have a lot of respect for Urban Meyer. So Urban Meyer saying that, I almost feel like it also cuts Ezekiel down, because mm-hmm. I got a lot of respect for Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that maybe Ezekiel does have a maybe he he does have a kind of attitude like I'm above everybody in a sense because I'm the man like I'm the man like right Mm -hmm. and so maybe this is something that can help get him in check I'm not a Cowboys fan but I'm a Buckeye right humble him down right yeah something to humble him down and and maybe he didn't do nothing with the girl but my fault go ahead man I mean you you heard what he said that she said Mm -hmm. you know about you know her her color or or, no her racial background how he'll get in trouble and they'll believe whatever you know whatever she said yep yep because we were kind of joking about the other day about you know the get out movie but right um, <laughs> which is a great movie if you haven't seen that movie you should check that out right 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 but i mean it's it's not a good situation to be in and he has to understand that you know you can't put yourself in those type of Situations, your football career should be the most important thing next to your family. You know what I mean, like right. And it's just a simple fact of like, man. You know, when you get to a point where you know, where you're, you get to a point where like you made it to the NFL, mm-hmm. man, and you just got to make the right decision. Any professional league or any profession that you're in, you don't have. You don't have room to lose that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You lose that opportunity, what else are you going to do, man? It's like me, you know, for our job, for what we do, supervision, you know, yeah. being supervisors or, or in finance, whatever the case, you, you know, may be. Or if whatever job that you have, you know, working for your family or working for yourself, you can't lose that job because what else are you going to do, man? Mm-hmm. Unless you got a serious fallback plan. And that's what happens a lot of times in the NFL or the or professional, you know, sports is that people don't think of the consequences, man. I said it last last episode, man. We were talking about Zach Randolph. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of those guys think they're above the law, man. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, you even said it too. You know, it's an immaturity. And you know, in his case, I definitely believe it's immaturity, man. And it just takes some growing. And I think this. Should have been a slap on the wrist for him, but I think they kind of over, overdid it with the six-game suspension. And I've seen that he's appealing it right now, so hopefully I mean, he can get four games knocked off. You know what I mean? Right. And to talk about this as well, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, we've seen it a lot. I've seen it on different social media outlets and different – this news, in a sense, not 
your major news, like not ESPN or anything like that, or your Foxes or anything like that. But yeah, I was saying that Ezekiel, the, the girl was like, they'll never believe you. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, because of Get Out. Like, this is why we tie this to Get Out. Because she said that I'll never believe, that they will never believe you because I'm white mm-hmm. and you're a black athlete. Mm-hmm. They'll never believe you. And that's sad. If she really said it, that's sad. Because no matter if you're black, white, yellow, green, like anytime there's domestic violence or you're lying on somebody, yep. and for them to be proven innocent, it should never be about your ethnicity, right? Exactly. It should never be about that. So that means she's well aware of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's well aware. And that's if she said that, you know, allegedly that's what she said. But hey. it's very crazy. Not women are capable of anything. <laughs> right, right. You women got power to anything. Hey, listen. Listen. We you know I, I and we love our women, right? Oh, I love them. Man, I love all women. But you know what I mean? But it's a thing. They get a little leeway every now and then. But mm-hmm. it's all right. We're not gonna get into that. Yeah. I don't wanna be caught out walking to my car and I'm getting sniped <laughs> by some wonder woman, you know. But I just I don't want that happening. But, <laughs> but all right, all right, I'm going to change the topic. Yeah, man, let's do it, man. We're, yeah, yeah. Cause, so real quick, real quick, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've done it yet, but mm-hmm. uh, my boy, uh, Reed, he called me the other day. Um, that's, Reed, just if you uh, don't know his music, you know, you should check him out. Um, real, real, real talented um, young man. Uh, I've, I've known this guy since he was like five years old. So mm-hmm. um, I consider him a brother. But um, he does music now, right? Yep. We should get him on here, man. Yeah, I've, talk. I've already talked to him about it. He's he's on board, man. So, uh, but he called me one day. I was like, man, I think it was Saturday or Sunday. He said, "Bro, download the live live uh, demo." Okay. You know, this is something we don't talk about on here is video games, but you know, two K, uh, Madden. You know, that's something we both enjoy enjoy doing, right? Right, right, right. But he called me and told me to check out the demo, man. So I, I downloaded and checked it out, man. And it was actually pretty surprising. I heard, and I actually seen where. Like the new features that you can do, right? So yeah. they got the Drew League on they there, right? The Drew League. Yeah, speaking of the Drew League, what happened to Rucker Park? Because Rucker Park was the mecca of like, you talking about like the street basketball where NBA players would go? Mm-hmm. Rucker Park was the thing. Like, man, but I know the guy that created the Rucker Park, the whole like, um, um, some, it used to be Basketball Entertainment League or something like that. Mm. But he, he passed away. Um, a few years ago, like okay. couple, you know what I'm saying. So maybe it died down because of that. But man, they used well, to. I just seen somebody was out there playing. I can't. I think it was D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, D'Angelo. Russell. So it still goes on. Yeah. But I mean, I'm like, that's, that's but New it, York. But yeah. yeah, but you know, it's it's outside. So you know, yeah. niggas, niggas got bad knees, big, but <laughs> bad so, ankles, bad ankles. You know, tearing ACLs in your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> But like, and the BBBs, right? The, the BDBs, man. The BDBs, man. Thank you, Martin. Lewis. I wish they said they're going to feature those on 2K. I know. I've seen that. that. Yeah. No, but I've seen the video for 2K today. It looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. What you going to get? Live or 2K? What's, what's, what's the difference? What's, you know, from the past, what has been the difference for you, A.B., in oh. terms of choosing between two games? Okay. And then I want you to tell me the difference for what you see now, between this year, between the both games? Well, I can say that I haven't purchased an NBA Live since 2001. Mm-hmm. When Kevin Garnett was on the cover of the, I think it was PS2 at the time. Yep. Yep. That was the last time I bought one. I think that's when I got mine off of the 360, Xbox 360. Nah, this was before the 360. Oh, this really? Xbox. The first Xbox. Okay, I got you. I follow. But that was the last time I bought one, man. And... To tell you the truth, it hasn't changed much since until this year. Uh-huh. Like I can honestly say I see a difference in the game, like the the graphics and like the animation. I always thought it looked really cartoonish. Um Uh-huh. But so to say that I've ever thought about buying a, a live over two K over the past few years, I haven't. I mean, it's always been two K. I mean, even 
I mean, it's been a few years we're live didn't even try to make a game because they knew it would be trash. Right, right. Uh-huh. And But it seemed like every year it's the same thing, man. Like, they just can't get it together. Um, so, long story short, man, I, I downloaded that demo. Uh-huh. And off the bat, man, I just, like, the graphics look a lot better. Like, the animation, like, the way they hold the ball and, you know, shoot it. And right. The biggest test for me was, like, the layups, like, the finger rolls and all that, like, uh huh. It look a lot more crisp now. So, is it purchasing worthy? Right. I don't, I right. don't think so. I mean, I definitely try to rent it. That's why I was telling my my boy. I was like, man, I I rent it. I don't know if I'll buy it, but right, right, I'm right. Definitely, definitely buying the two K. You gotta, you got to, you gotta do the two K. And and, and that's the thing that like gets me is like, you know, like what can like. To, to me, 2K has more ball move. Like, the the way they dribble the ball, the actual movement's a little bit better than live from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get the chance to play the demo, but do you feel like the demo, the, is the movement's a little better than what it... Well, it look, it's hard to dribble. Like, I don't... Really, really. I don't know how to do it, but uh, the movement, like I said, the animation and all that, it's, it's definitely... They stepped it up, man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... We we had to check it out. Maybe do like a little game review or something. One was, of these episodes. Well, see, live was like, like was like the shit at the time. Oh, that was it. Well, well, because like back in the day, that's all you got. That's it. Like I'm gonna remember the live with the Tim Hardaway on the front. Mm-hmm. NBA Live '96 with Penny Hardaway. Like, like I would on me- the Sega. Yeah, on Sega, mm-hmm. man. That was the first live I ever had. Mm-hmm. So like, like they was that was it. That was it until about two thousand six, two thousand six, two thousand no, two thousand eight. I would say I feel like it's I when that transition started happening with everybody. Like, psh. I think it's oh six. You think it's oh six? Because I remember a few of my friends, man. That was the last oh, one no, they had. Like, no, you know, everybody used to get the one with Gilbert Arenas on there. It was like Gilbert Arenas. I think Vince Carter was on one. D Wade was on one, and then I think D Wade was the last one that everybody used to get, and that yeah, was because yeah, that's yeah. one on the three sixty. Yeah, yeah. And then I think after that one, people was like, man, it was trash. Like. Bro, like the dunk contest was trash on there. Like all you had to do was do the little spin move, like yeah. run up the court, spin, Again. you open, jump right. shot, that's or it, whatever. But uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm looking forward to playing both. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna play both of them, mm-hmm. man. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, you should you should download the demo just. To, yeah, I'm gonna check it out, man. Just check it out, man. Check it out, see what happened, man. I see you with the Yankees, man. You know, you know, I'm a Yankee, man. Yeah, that's my my. Second favorite team. That's it's just the Reds. It's the Reds? Reds is my number one. I might have to go Yankees and then I have to go Reds, man, because, you know, Yankees in, it's indebted. The only man. reason I say they number one is because I'm from Ohio. From, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I feel that, man. That's it. I feel that, man. But, you know, no Browns, no Indians, right? Now we don't do that. Except for the Cavs. We, we mess with the Cavs. That's it. That's, That's like what, a whole other area up there. Like, I don't even. It, it, you know, <laughs> it's by default. Because that's the only NBA team we got, right? Mm-hmm. It's by default. So, like, you know what I mean? So, I mean, hey, what what else can we do? But they do got the best player in the game. So, and we know, happen my to guy. be living in the city of Derek Jeter, right? Man, we live in Kalamazoo where Derek, Derek Jeter is from, man. That's what the jersey is I, on yeah, the back. I see, that's... man. Cool fact, man. I don't like Kalamazoo. I do like Derek Jeter. Yeah, Derek Jeter was nice. Derek Jeter and then... You know what I'm saying? A Rod came and fucked everything up, though. But I, I like A Rod, though. Mm-hmm. But he came and messed everything up. But, it, you know, it is what it is, man. But, man, like, but what, what's up with this whole, not to jump back on this whole thing that's going on in the NFL, but, man, what's up with Ray Lewis, man? Like, some of the stuff that he be saying, I be kind of like, fam, like, what's, what's good, man? Like, is, is he becoming, but it seems like, you know, the media goes after or ESPN goes after and get the players that used to be in trouble because people, mm-hmm. Ray Lewis, people forget about Ray Lewis. He was almost caught on a murder case, a murder case. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, but he's like, the way he's talking, and I get it because they may be really like, man, look, I almost fell off the deep end and I got a second chance. So, you know, and maybe they're coming from that angle, like him. And then, you know, you see Mike Vick get checked by his girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, hey, you ain't getting enough for that. I mean, like I said the last episode, man, I mean, they it's like only these two people, the two people with the bad background. Right, right. They're getting the attention right now, you know, with what's going on in the NFL. 
And I just think, well, you almost have to ask, like, why? Right, right. Why these two people, why are they getting the attention that, you know, somebody um, like Michael Bennett should be getting? Mm-hmm. Right, you know what right, I mean? Like, right. yeah, they brought him up, but, I mean, just to, I guess we're going into this topic. Mm-hmm. You know, what he said about the effectiveness of anthem protests will grow with white players' involvements, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's something I think we should see more than, like, a Ray Lewis or... I agree. Uh, Michael Vick or whatever. Uh, and it's true, man. I mean, you need to get more people on board for the positive... Um, you know, to get positive feedback from from the society and from the people that actually watch these games. Right. Um, I don't know what you what you think about it, but no, I think so, man. I think you have to get people of all race, you know, uh, and not to you know put too much pressure, but like you know, especially you know, saying Caucasians, you have to get them to actually be like, hey, man, look, this isn't right. Because they then that's when the voice would really be heard, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't agree with everything Charlemagne, the guy, has to say in terms of, you know, Charlemagne, who is, is some of my listeners, if you're not familiar with Charlemagne, you know, he's on The Breakfast Club. He's also on MTV. He does different different acts. Mm. But a lot of things he say I don't agree with because he's a little harsh about some things. Um with some of the wordings that he used sometimes, but it's like, hey, but he did say something that resonated to me. It's like, hey, man, the only way you can change things is people that are privileged, the majority, mm-hmm. stand up and say something. Yep. And, uh, and if they do that in the NFL, then that lets you know, like, man, it's pretty, you know, from their standpoint, the fans and all that, they're looking like, man, this is, this is all right, we got to change some things, mm-hmm. right? And Michael Bennett, Michael Bennett, is he the guy from uh, the Seattle Seahawks? Yep. Now, he said some some pretty good stuff. He's He pretty much said, like, hey, you ain't going to stop me from talking. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm an athlete, but I, I am an athlete that I can stand up and voice my opinion. Yep. Um, you, know, and I, you know, I appreciate that about him. Um, you know, the last show we talked about Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, what he's doing, man. I mean, how can you fault the man? You can't be mad at the man because he sees something that's not right. He wants change within this country. And if you're upset about him taking the knee, what is the knee actually affecting you? Yeah. The What is it, the national anthem? Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk about what is what it was really meant for, yeah. for slavery. That's That's... That's hard. I didn't. I never knew that until two two years ago. You know. So as a kid, you know, I'm standing up for something, and what it's saying, and and hold on, explain that. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like the as national- far as uh, for slavery, what do you mean? Well, the guy that wrote it, um, you know, and it, it, I guess you know, I kind of got to look into this a little bit deeper. But the guy that wrote it, it was pretty much set out for like there's some words they took out of the national anthem where he was pretty much talking towards slavery. Okay. You so know. more of a, uh, when they say the anthem, it's more of like they're pledging allegiance to this flag and they're going to obey. Is that I, what you, is that I, you? I wouldn't say that. Like, it's not like it's something where back in slavery they was like, hey, if we want you to say this uh-huh. because you're pledging allegiance towards it. And maybe they did. I don't know. But it was more of a thing of the person that wrote it had had slaves um, that was writing it towards slavery. He's pretty much saying, like, you know, to the slave owners, like, hey, this is our country. We love our country, which mm-hmm. it has the mm-hmm. country pride. Right, right, But it's right. also like, hey, there was a slavery, th- you know, part put in there. And I need to look that up, you know. I need to actually take a look at that. Maybe we can come back at that as I, you know, look that up. But... And, uh, and actually look at the quote that was actually on there, but um, you know, no, but, it, get, but, 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 but it there's some hit, hidden meanings in the the, the 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 national anthem for what I for what I'm understand for what I've read before. Okay, I just don't have the quote in front of me, but okay, um, and so people are upset about that. I think, I mean, no, I, but even if you look at the anthem and the words, you know, I remember standing up 
you know, like elementary school, standing up, saying a little, you know, the national anthem. But one thing that always stuck out for me was liberty and justice for all. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. At the time, mm. it wasn't like that for everybody. Who were they talking to? Right, 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 right. Right? And you look at the history of America, you know, and why, you know, like the, they say the pilgrims came over because of, because of you know, persecution of their religion. Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of the reasons why people came over here, you know, for the American dream, even back, you know, when you know a lot of the ships, you know, with different countries, right, you know, right. people from Ireland or whatever, you know, chasing the American dream, you know, and that liberty and justice, being able to believe in what they want to believe in, right, 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 and have freedom. That wasn't really the case for right. for us, right? Right, right, right. And 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 one of the th- and you know and that you know to talk about one of the lyrics that was in there, and it says, "No refuge could save the hireling and slave, mm. and the Star Spangled Banner in triumph doth wave, or in the land of free and the home of the brave." This Did. is on the national anthem. It's a hidden lyric in there. This this is what they took out. Oh, this is what they took out. And so, that's why the national anthem. And it's like, hey, I get it. You took it out, but man, like, what is it really talking to? Mm. You know, the blood has washed out their their five footsteps population. A home in the country should leave us no more. Like, you know, I hate to get really deep. <laughs> because now I, I feel like even now in this moment it's silence, but I'm I know my <laughs> listeners is like, oh, it's silence in that too. But they, yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. probably silent right now. But it's deep. And that's why I'm like, how can you get mad at Colin Kaepernick? He's selling he's sitting down for this and he's seeing the, the injustice that's going on in America. I mean, even without having the you know, the lyrics that were taken out, just the right. phrase liberty and justice for all. I mean for all, right, all right, colors, right. you know, all creeds, whatever, and you're not seeing that right now, right, right, and um, and you know, and and looking at that lyric, the mere mention of slavery is, is not entirely remarkable, right? Slavery was alive and well in the United States in 1814. Mm. You know, Key, who was the guy that wrote the the anthem. He owned slaves himself. Mm-hmm. It was an anti-abolitionist, I, I guess how you say that, abolitionist, mm-hmm. like pretty much. And once called his, you know, Af- I, you know, the Africans are pretty much the, the slave, a distinct and inferior race of people. But this is the guy that wrote the anthem. This is the same guy that wrote the anthem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a kid, us saying that, you don't learn that history in school. No. Because people don't. back then in the 90s and the 80s and all that, I was like, I'm like I ain't saying that. Mm-hmm. That's like going to, uh, you got a school and maybe Hitler wrote something, you're telling the Jew to say something about that. Like, I think we're going to touch that. Yeah, we a should. Bit, a little bit later, but. But, but this is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, we're not trying to make it a race thing, but, like, we're trying to just shed light on certain things to make people think. It happened, man. Like, you, it happened. I mean, on the topic of, you know, what Michael Bennett said as far as, you know, getting other other races involved and, you know, in the, the silent protest, I guess you would call it. Um, I mean, you need – I mean, I think you even said it the other day, man, like, with the whole riot thing. Mm-hmm how you really didn't see too many blacks out there. No, and and I thought that was incredible, though. Yeah. Because then you got, um, you know, people of other race, you know, especially the majority that's standing up and want diversity. Mm -hmm. Diversity is awesome, man. Like, that's one of the greatest things that you can have is diversity. Diversity allows great thoughts, it allows great ideas. 
Mm-hmm. It allows improvement. Mm-hmm. It allows love from different angles to love differently. And it makes the world better, man. So to see them out there that, you know, that some of them took some some real life Brooklyn beatdowns, you know what I'm saying? And one lost her life, man. And one lost her life, you know. Lord rest her soul, Heather, you mm-hmm. know, lost her life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how many of us can actually ask ourselves, like, are you going to lose your life? Right. Are you willing to to stand and, you know, put your life on the line for something like this, man? Right. Like, are you willing to do that? Mm-hmm. That's a tough question to ask yourself. That whole Charlottesville, man, like, that was just, man, like, it's very, very hurtful, man. You know, for me, you know, it makes me as a person, you know, look at life differently mm-hmm. after seeing that, right? I mean, it, for one, it's 2017. <laughs> and you have all these people gathering. What did they gather for, man? Look. Well, the thing was, the it was a rally, and it's mm-hmm. called Unite the Right. And this pretty much was was started by a, a pro-white activist, um, Jason Kessler, um, who organized a rally to protest um, the plain removal of the statue of the Confederate General Robert E. Lee, um, which is a park in Charlottesville. Okay, so they were they were he was a part to, of the alt right movement. They were there to protect the the flag. I mean, not the, the flag, statue. but the, the statue. Okay, okay. Uh, so he he's a pretty big. Um, he he was a part of pretty much. What you know what he. And I take that back. That's on me. I don't believe he was there to protect the statue because he, I think he he's against Donald Trump. So he wanted that to come down. I'm sorry. You know, Jason Kessler wanted that to come down. So he was against pretty much the statue. But then you had the people, you know, from, you know, the Ku Klux Klan, the, the, the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists that heard about this rally going on to get this removed. They... They came out and they tried to, you know, they pretty much just caused a lot of craziness, man. And you know, it 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 was just crazy to see that, mm-hmm. you know, that people, you know, I get it, man. It's a national monument. That's what they made it. Some years back, that they made it that it was something, you know, a national monument to come see. And you know, he was one of the greats of America. I guess you would say. Robert E. Lee was his name. Robert E. Lee. Um, um, and he was in the Confederate Army of the Northern Virginia in the American Civil War from nine, from 1862, I'm sorry, 1862 until his surrender in 1865. So he had to surrender. Um, but it, he was for the Confederate. Well, it says right here that Jason Kessler actually organized a rally to protest the plan removal of the statue. Oh, so I was so right correctly. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, okay. First, yeah. So the first time, yeah, so he wanted to take it down. So it was, he started the rally. I mean, he started he the rally. He didn't want to take it yeah, down. Yeah, he started the rally to not have it taken right, down. Right, 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 right. Because I believe it was something that was in development that people was getting ready to take it down, but he was yeah. there to stop it. Right. And so he was a part, you know, and, and I got that all wrong, but like he was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for correcting me, man. He was a part of that. Um, so my question is. Mm-hmm. How is that not offensive to people? Those statues, I I seen, um, and I read, and the and the guy Kessler, he he wanted, uh, so he comes up with a lot of tactful uh, arguments and against diversity, identity um, politics, and and like he wanted Donald Trump to be elected. Anybody that goes against Donald Trump, he tries to denounce them in any way possible. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, my father. But I I was reading, man, that there are about, I mean, it's not a national record of how many uh, Confederate memorials there are or, you know, monuments. Mm -hmm. But I read there's about 1,503 in the nation right now, um, minus a few that, you know, they've taken down in the past few days. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how, so I think about it. I compare it to, I mean, the most relevant thing today, you know, to, you know, how blacks were treated, you know, with slavery is the whole Nazi regime and, 
you know, what they did to the to the Jews, um, you know, back during World War II, how would how would a Jew feel about seeing a Nazi flag or seeing right, like right. A, a a statue of Adolf Hitler or right right any of the other generals or you know colonels or whatever? And, how and, would they feel? And, well, and the twist to that is like. Because somebody would, well, he did something great for the country. So that person did something great for the country, but he almost erased a whole, like, no, ethnicity. He, he damn, that was damn near genocide. Yeah, pretty much genocide. Mm-hmm. So you would still sell it. And that's what people have to understand is, like, man, we should have some type of, if we're going to be Americans in this, in this in, you know, the way we were treated in the way, other ethnicities has been treated like by, by a, a specific person. So that person be removed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what does America represent at the end of the day? Liberty and justice for all. For all, right? <laughs> if you're going to say that, then it got to be that. It can't be for a specific group. You know what I mean? So like, like, yo, come on, man. Like, you can't fault that, man. You can't, you can't. At all, if we feel some type of way, like you know what I'm saying, like you know, I watched uh, not Jimmy Fallon, who was the other guy? Um, man, he has a late night show, but he said something that was very interesting. Um, he said the whole thing about Trump, and he was, you know, he was going in about it because of the press conference mm-hmm. that Trump had, and he said that Trump, you know, he. he like, the things that he say, he's just kind of like, come on, man. But, like, I mean, he was going out there pretty much saying all the stuff that Trump did, like, since he came into office, like, dude, like, it's it just stuff after stuff after stuff after stuff. And he's just like, all right, man, look, look let's impeach this guy. <laughs> and let's just make, he like, and let's make him king. Because what happened, king doesn't do this. They don't do nothing. Like, the queen... Of London, she doesn't do anything. She wakes up, she go out, wave to everybody. Everybody freaks the hell out. Like, oh shit! There goes the queen, and she goes back in there. She doesn't have no control over money. She doesn't have no control over anything. Right. She's just the queen of London, and she got a lot of fucking money. Like that's that's all it is. Mm. So why would you just do that with Donald Trump? Just make him like, look, man, this man got an ego problem. <laughs> He's a psychopath, and he just want people to just love on him all day. Just make him queen. Be the be the first king of America. Yeah, right. And just make him feel important. <laughs> Get him out of there. Right. Rub and his just make, back. Yeah. Ego. Rub his back. You know, rub his ego. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then maybe, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get this dude out of there. But he said that, man, all this stuff that Trump is doing, it's like, it's, disrespe- it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it is crazy. You know, people that may be like, well, I'm not offended by, by, by Trump, but who are you? Because he hasn't said anything to offend you. If you're the majority, but me being a a, a young black male, you he said things that offended me, that's offended my family, you know. But you know it, you know. I agree, man. And jumping back to you know the difference in seeing like a Jewish person seeing like the Nazi flag, uh, you know. I read there's about. Six million European Jews that died during, uh, you know, like the little Nazi regime or whatever. How much again? Six million. Six. And then if you look at death toll for slavery, it's like that's like that's million. like taking out a what? Yeah. But the six million that's like taking out a state, and then sixty million. That's oh, I mean, granted, there was a big. Time difference, like you're talking about hundreds of years. Well, compared I to, mean, they're both was. I mean, that's terrible. Like for both, right? Right. Like right. Both of those times. Right? I mean, if you kill one, right, that's one too many. Yeah. Um, but you think about it, like you know, being a Jew or whatever, you know, knowing that your family came from or they survived World War Two, being in a concentration camp or whatever, you know. How offensive would, you know, seeing one of those flags or, you know, whatever, how would that feel? It would offend you to the max. And, and, just, and just for it being 2017, 
and we still see Confederate statues that represent, right? I got to talk about it. <laughs> Go ahead. Because this was, this, all right, everybody, listen, and listen closely. This happened to me, what was it, like two, two, two or three days ago? <laughs> two days ago. Two days ago. I'm leaving work. I go to work. I do what I have to do. And I go home. Mm-hmm. So I jump on, which is 131, going northbound. And I'm headed home. And so I'm driving home, you know, listening to some music on the way home, winding down in my car. Before I had to come deal with my little babies. <laughs> Trick love the kids. But <laughs> coming home. You know, I'm driving home, and some tell me to look at my rearview mirror. So I look at my rearview mirror. I see a car behind me, but it's no big deal. And then I see this big, giant black truck behind me. Tinted windows, look like it was tinted in the front, everything. So I hurry up and jumps, because I'm in the left lane, left lane, it jumps in the right lane. It speeds up by me. So I'm like, I mean, where it's not, where it speeds up. And I'm looking like, well, this person must be mad at everybody doing the speed limit. But there ain't nothing. <laughs> Whatever. I get back to listen to my music. And it races by me, and I, ca- I catch a quick <laughs> glimpse of the car. So in the Chevrolet, Chevrolet, you know, you know how black people, we say Chevrolet. Chevrolet. I look at the emblem, and it's a Confederate flag mm. in the emblem. So I'm like, damn, man, dude got this custom made. Like, how did he do that? Then I look up, in the back of his window, he has, like, all this white supremacy stuff, nationalist, neo-Nazi stuff, whatever you can say, he got it. So I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, all right, I feel it, whatever. But then he speeds up by me, and he cuts me off. And as he's cutting me off, he throws out a full bottle of a beer can. So I didn't know what to do. Like, do I jump over to the left? I'm going to hit the median, the little gate. And then if I jump over to the right, I could call somebody else to wreck. So I had to eat the bottle, pretty much. The car, My car had to eat the bottle. I mean, the the, the can. And I mean, it cracked. I mean, it hit off my, uh, the front of my car, spit off my windshield. And I instantly got mad. And at the time, I was on the phone with my wife. I'm like, you know, I'm just talking to her. You know, that, you know while I'm listening to my music, I'm talking to her. And when, it, when I see all this happening within a split second, I'm like, yo, 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 I got to call you back. She's like, what's going on? I got to call you back. She's like, what's going on? I got to call you back. You know, how, you know what I'm saying? So I instantly get mad. So I call him back. And what did I do? What did I do? What, 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 what do you think a black man did? I called the cops. It's the first time you ever heard that, huh? <laughs> Boom. But I called the cops. I'm like, man, I'm going to call the cops. There ain't nothing else I can do. I called the cops. I called the cops. I'm like, hey, listen. Some guy he drove by, he threw a beer can on my car, it was full. I thought my window shield was gonna break. I ain't know what to do. Help me, help me, please. Right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can play that role, never works out. But sometimes we can play that role. I'm just joking, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm just kidding. This is all jokes, but I'm like, yo, help me out, man. And he's like, well, what happened? I'm like, man, listen, the guy he got all this Confederate flag stuff. I'm not trying to prejudge him, mm. but I'm prejudging, okay. <laughs> I don't think he liked my kind because, you know, I have no tinted windows. He had to see who I was. I don't know where he seen who I was, but maybe he seen what I was when he drove by. He threw it out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the crazy thing is about this whole story, you know, I wound up calling the cops. I don't know if they got him or not, whatever. You know, I went home by my dad. But I was pretty mad. So I mean, dude, face to face, maybe we caught these hands, but, you know, he would, he would call these, you know what I'm saying, these these graceful hands, you know. But we wasn't in face-to-face, you know, whatever. You know, I moved up by my dad. I was a little mad when I got home. But, you know, got a nice little rub on you know, my back rubbed or whatever, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> saying it's going to be okay, you know. Drunk some 2% milk like I was a little baby. You know, I was cool, man, you know. But <laughs> had to calm down a little bit. Had to bit. calm down a little bit. Hey. You know, we had to warm me some milk up, you know. You know how, you know, how we, you know. But now... <laughs> But now, but see, but the thing is, what what frightened me about that story is, it's like, man, you were gonna hurt everybody else just to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm. Well, we work at is pretty rural, right? It's not me, black very, folks. Very rural. So you're gonna hurt everybody else just to hurt me, and I think that's to me, you got to be almost like a psychopath or something like that, right, for that to happen. 
You know, I just think that's crazy. And for our listeners, man, listen to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know who's listening to this. But if you're a part of those groups, man, if you're a neo-Nazi, whatever the case may be, like, man, you can change. Mm-hmm. I got no beef with you, man. We don't got no beef with you, man. Uh, but what? But you can change, man. Like, you don't have to be somebody that feel like we against you or we've made life harder for you. Shit, life hard itself. The shit... This shit is hard on me, man. Listen, and I, you know, we work pretty decent jobs. Yeah. But we still go to a normal little shit that we go through. Mm-hmm. Man, hey, man, look, let's go to the bar. We'll rap a little bit. Get to know me, man. That's Get it. Get to know us. That's all it is. It's all love. But I had to share that story, man. I thought it was pretty, f- and, you know, me and Alex, you know, I caught Alex. Like, well, you know, we was playing, what, uh, Ghost Recon or something like that. And I was telling him about he was like, he was like, man, it ain't funny, but I'm like, come on, dog. But it's funny, right? <laughs> you know, all, the, all this stuff going on. Here, here I am, happened, right? On like, the highway, listening to some Hovito. All right, you know what I'm saying? It happened happening. like two days later, man. That's what you think about that, Alex? I mean, I. It's just another day in the life, man. Like, right, right, right. I'm not surprised it happened. Um, you know, I, I hate that that happened to you, man, but. Um, you know, I think you you handled it well, even hey. even knowing what you know, right? But but you know <laughs> what, man? In the words of my dude, Q Stone, God rest his soul. It's all Gibbleson. That's what he said. That means it's all good. It's you know, all I good. I ain't worried about it, man. But go ahead, man. Say your piece. Nah, I mean, from what you know, I think you handled it well, man. So you know, hats you off to you. Um, that's something you should not have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's ignorance, you know. It definitely is. As you can see this past weekend, you know, with the riots, with the guy jumping in his car and, you know, injuring 20 people, killing that one lady, man, that's... All for what, man? For what, man? The thing is, you kill all those people, who going to jail for you? You have to do time by yourself. And I guarantee guess, you, if you ask some people, like, hey, man, I made a sacrifice. I killed some people. You going to go to jail for me? They're going to look at you like, you know, my wife making some meatloaf at the house, man. I got to go. <laughs> good luck to you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, and I got to call you when you When you get locked up, good luck. Ah, man, because you know they coming. Yeah. They coming for that ass, boy. They about to. <laughs> they coming. But, uh, That's sad, man. <laughs> it's very sad, man. It's very sad. And then the quotes that, that Trump said, maybe we'll end on this. The quotes that Trump said, talking about all these people are slave owners and what are you going to do, tear their monuments down? Yeah, tear them down. Tear them motherfuckers. America is a melting pot. What did they do for everybody else? They only oppress everybody, right? So I'm going to read three of his tweets, man. This is what he said. Okay. Sad to see the history and culture of our great country be ripped apart with the removal of our beautiful statues and monuments. You can't change history, but you can learn from it. Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, who's next, Washington, Jefferson, so foolish. Also, the beauty that is being taken out of our cities, towns, and parks will be greatly missed and never able to be comparably replaced. Mm. That's three of his tweets. Sad, man. Because you know what? At the you know, after he said his quotes at the little press conference, David Duke, who was high was the guy in the KKK, mm-hmm. pretty much said he related to David Trump, I mean Donald Trump, and thank you for what you've said. And then to read something like that, you know, hey man, look, we just some young millennials, man. Young young millennials that that's black. African American, whatever case you want to say, or as Kendrick Lamar said, what do he call us? Israelites. <laughs> hey, but, uh, hey, that's what it hey. is. But like, but you know, man, like it is what it is, you know. And for Donald Trump to say that, man, I mean, it's very sad, you know. And, and my message to everybody out there is like, hey, listen, man, like no matter w- what ethnicity you are, mm-hmm. we're all the same people. I just got more of a tan, man. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, and I mean. Need- for Donald Trump to even 
even say that makes me think. I mean, one, he's ignorant, and two, mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to how to take context. He don't, right? He don't. You're he's totally not understanding the whole point and behind removing these statues. Why, like I was mentioning earlier, just how a Nazi flag would be offensive to a Jewish person. These monuments and statues represent something, right, more than just Thomas Jefferson and Washington or uh, George Washington. Right, 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 right. They represent a mindset of the South of segregation, I mean, later on segregation, but, you know, slavery and what they were fighting for. Right, right. What was the South fighting for? To keep slavery. Keep slavery happening. Right. That's just like saying a Nazi fighting to keep the genocide of of Jews. Concentration camps and everything. Yeah, right. That's... And, and that's a true point what you said, man. And this is the president of the United States saying this, man. The highest of all leadership. I mean, and me, I understand art. Like, I get what it takes to make one of these statues. And, you know, like, yeah, it's old stuff. And it's, I don't want to say it's it's good art, but for what it stands for and what it represents, man, it, it has to go. That's my opinion. I think so, too. I think it all has to go. I think that we should make monuments of new leadership, new leadership that affected everybody, yeah. that that stand for a great cause. Um, you know, the, the the tweet that, you know, Obama sent out where he quoted Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. um, you know, that tweet was huge, man. It, it's not, I don't, you know, I would never take that in context of, or, you know, of, of one ethnicity. That's for everybody. Everybody. Hate is hate is always taught. So yep. if you could teach hate, you could teach love yep. to anybody. And that's what Jesus Christ stood on. That's what we all should stand on. Mm-hmm. To love one another, man. To help the next man next to us. We should never hate one another or wish another person do bad or feel like another person is not capable because of their skin tone. Yeah. You judge people out the content of the character. Thank you, Martin Luther King, for that. You know? And, uh, you know, man, I think this was a really good thing that we spoke about today, man. I think that that a lot of people is going to feel this. I think this is probably one. To me, this is my personal favorite right here. <laughs> it's my personal favorite right I here. I think we get better every episode, man. Every episode. And we thank everybody for listening, man. Like, if you listen, man, write a review. Give us a comment. Even if you don't do that, man, just shoot us a text or something like that, man. Not we, only that, but just spread the word. Spread the word, man. Please. I mean, and I don't. We're not trying to become famous, like you know, overnight podcasters. I think right. we're just trying to, you know, promote positive vibes, man. Just exactly. You exactly. know, a, a ear and a voice for the millennials. Ear and a voice for the millennials, man. And yeah. I think it's just to make everybody. Um, understand us and for us to understand you guys and you know one thing I want to bring out is hey if you got something interesting that you're doing if you got anything that you feel like hey man I want people to know about or if you into you know you're doing your music thing or you're doing some activist things or whatever you're doing man hit up our email seasonkings 8788 at gmail.com and hit us up, man. Like, we'd love to interview you and, you know, no matter where you at, man, just hit us up and we'll get it done, you know? So we're looking forward to this, you know? And like I said before, we thank y'all for listening. Please take a listen to the last few minutes of the Positive Seasoning by my boy AB. And, uh, you know, we appreciate y'all listening, man, all of us. It's all kings. Love. It's all love. Man. All love, man. All of us are kings and my queens. My boy said it, man. It's not like we got a mixtape. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I spit a hot 16 real quick to right, get me started. Right. You know what I'm saying? I go in one time. You right. know what I mean? Thanks, Dom, for that, man. That was encouraging, man. <laughs> you know, every every dude, I don't want to say the word I want to say, but, you know, everybody tries to rap or whatever, which, you know, I'm not knocking that at all. Mm-hmm. But I think this is another... Avenue to hear a black voice, man. 
Yeah, man. Not just through rap. You right. know what I mean? Not through rap, man. We just giving y'all spoken That's word. That's all we trying to do. We trying to spread the love, man. Spread the love, man. It's a good show today, man. Good show, bro. Good show, yep. man. Dapping each other up. You know what I mean? It's all love right here. Some a lot of wisdom. Yep. You know, want to hear from y'all, man. Send yep. us some send us some emails of how y'all feel or how y'all, you know, what y'all think about some things and some things you want to get off your chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And make sure y'all hit us up. They're all seasons and queens, right? Every yeah. queen and season has a what? Every king and queen has a season. And we just want to flavor the culture. Make sure y'all get a food for thought. Get a taste of that food for thought, man. Right? Yep, yep, yep. All right, y'all be easy. Make sure y'all take a listen to that that positive seasoning. And y'all be easy. Blah. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> I got it. All right, we are here for the uh, positive seasoning. So at the end of every episode, we try to, you know, end it on a positive note, uh, you know, and try to send you off with something positive to think about because, you know, we might cover some things that make you think negatively, but, you know, we want to bring it all back and, you know, promote, you know, something positive from the topic. Um, So we kind of mentioned it earlier, uh, you know, Barack Obama's tweet, which I still wish he was the president, man. Oh, my God. Man, dude, that's... Oh, my God. You know, and not just because... Because people get a, a misunderstanding of because he's black and we're no man, but no. it's just what he stood for. You know what I mean? Like he, he was for equality and diversity. Yeah, that's important. I mean, though. it's just like night and day, man. Night and day, man. Anyways, anyways, uh, his his tweet was, uh, you know, Jay kind of touched on it earlier, but he said no one is born hating another person because of the color of their skin. Or his background or his religion. Um, you know, that's something that's taught. Right, right. And for us to, you know, as a society grow, you know, we have to change the way that we we bring our children up. Mm-hmm. You know, race can't always be the topic. Right. Um, you know, at least at least for my household, that will never be a topic. Um I mean, and it's sad that, you know, a lot of people grow up hearing these negative things, you know, and getting that that seed of hatred planted at such an early age, man. And it just grows. And that's when you see people like at these rallies, you know, these young guys, you know, that never, never experienced the time during the 60s when segregation was prevalent. Um just going off of you know things that they they were taught as far as you know hate mm-hmm. and you know you're better than these people right uh you don't want to see these people thrive because that means you know that's going to be our demise and you know just having that mindset you know it has to be taught man it does have to be taught i think of my son and i think of the brain that he has right now it's just soaking in you know, soaking in information and I have to positively season his mind. You know what I mean? Right, right. And for people to negatively season people's thoughts to hate people, man, that's that's a failure at life, man. It's definitely a failure. You know, because like you said, you got to positively season his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, can't give him a bad taste. Bad taste for the food for thought. Right? So relevant, bro. Right. <laughs> and so, like, you can't, and I understand that because I have to do the same thing with my son and daughter, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, everybody that's listening, you got to you gotta treat you gotta treat everybody right with love and care. Mm-hmm. You can't really, you know what I'm saying, you, the discrimination, all that. We got to change that, man. Because right now, you know, we're 28, 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, however old you are, we're only going to get older and the, and the world's going to change. Yeah. And we don't want to be 60 years old and the world, the world is up in flames. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't want that, man. We got to make everybody improve and get better. Yeah. You know, that's what some people don't want, but it's our job, the people that who believe. 
We got to believe who we can change that, right? Yeah, I agree, buddy. It's a work in progress, right? I agree, man. That is sad, bro. I mean, at least for me, I love everybody, man. I don't want to see no harm done to no one. Exactly, even, right. You know, even people that hate me, you know, I I don't wish wish anything bad or negative or harm for anybody, man. You know, I just want everybody to live their life, their life that God gave them. Right. You know, to the to fullest potential that they can, man. And, you know, enjoy their family and friends. Like, that's the most important thing to me, man. It's very important. Why why can't people learn that? They, You know what, man? Like, I don't want to sound cliche, but they will. I think I, in due time, man, people, because people are going to get, I'm tired. I'm tired and I'm worn out by all this, mm-hmm. man. It's only been a, really a week of some just some craziness and a few months of Donald Trump and it's just like I'm tired you gotta be tired of this right it's exhausting man spread the positivity man love love each other be diverse diverse is a beautiful thing you can't be repetitive doing the same thing every day you can't be repetitive and having the same friends you had since you was what whatever get out and learn people get out and understand people get out and understand what it means yep. to be diverse. So that's a that's a. Hey, I don't bite. Right. That's that's a <laughs> word we don't talk about much. Be diverse. Yep. And that's all we gotta be. Ain't that right, AB? That's it, man. That's it, man. Positive seasoning, man. Yep. Season kings, man. We sign it out, man. Y'all be kings and queens out here. All right. Yep. All right. Easy. We out. Blah. <laughs>